What is up guys, it's Aaron and welcome to Delicate Database. So if you are new to this podcast, well I wish you a warm welcome and go ahead and check out my introduction episode just to get a feel of what this podcast is actually about and if you're a regular, well, welcome back. So today we're talking about problem solving. Now before I actually go into that, um, if you haven't noticed already, I like talking about different things which interest me in computer science. So far we've talked about ethics and machine learning and there's more to come. So stay tuned for more. Now let's talk about problem solving. So before I actually go into it, what is problem solving? Well, the Oxford Dictionary says that problem solving is the process of finding solutions to difficult or complex issues. Now, that's kind of straightforward, that's kind of easy to understand, but there's a reason I love problem solving. Now, before I actually talk about that, there's a problem which I want to just throw out there just for this episode in particular. I'm going to leave it in the description below, so if you don't quite catch it now, then just keep on listening and you can check it out later. So the problem is, I have a frog who hops stairs either in one or two steps at a time. Our staircase has 11 steps. How many different ways can the frog hop the stairs? Now there is a solution to this. So if you do want to um, try it out, go ahead and I'll leave it in the comment. I'll leave it in the comments. I'll leave it in the description and you can go ahead and email me your solution and we can discuss whether your answer was correct or wrong and how you got to that answer. That's always interesting. But um, that doesn't explain why I actually love problem solving. I mean, that's just a problem. So there are two main reasons why I love problem solving. Sure, there are sub reasons, but I'm just going to give you my two main reasons for today. So one of them was that I love it how when you're presented with a problem, let's call this problem A, different people come at this problem in different ways depending on how their brains function depending on how the way they view things they come at this problem they attack this problem they try to solve this problem in different ways and it's just so interesting to see how somebody's mind works and how that completely and i mean completely differs to somebody else's mind i mean let me say let's say i give you problem a person a would come at the problem straightforward you know he'd just say this 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 is how i'm going to solve this person b might say okay this is an interesting problem let me try and deconstruct it a bit let me see what's actually going on here let me try this to use for this part of the problem this for that part of the problem and it's it's insane person c might go okay let me try and deconstruct this problem and work in a reverse order to try and understand like how I go from this place to this place from this place to that place and it's just so interesting and fascinating how when there is a problem there are infinitely okay maybe not infinitely but there are countless ways of how somebody might go about solving this problem I mean not all of them have actually been figured out yet but it's always interesting just to see how somebody goes at something and the second reason of why I absolutely love problems is that when you finally and I mean finally get to the answer of that problem that may have taken you hours days weeks month I don't month months I don't know um it's truly a euphoric feeling now if you're if you're listening to this and you understand what I'm talking about like I'm not speaking a foreign language here it's amazing let's say I have this problem which I've been working on for five hours and you know right let's take a break and I'm halfway in the shower and I'm just something just pops into my head which just goes have we gone about it in that way and you know I get out the shower I do everything and I look at the problem again and I go about it in that way and it works and it's just like 
it's amazing to see how you know after all this hard work after all this effort after me trying this problem in different ways seeing different methods understanding different things i finally get to the answer and it's euphoric feeling and if you if you're not a fan of problem solving problem solving like from my personal advice to you is start small don't start anywhere complicated go on youtube i mean there's this youtube channel called bright side and that's I guess that's where I kind of started out almost. Where I found my interest for problem solving was that always in my YouTube feed there'd be a bright side thing of top ten problem solving that if you're able to get right, you mean it means you're in the top three percentage smartest people in the world. I mean it was all clickbait, but at the time it was nice to see myself get to the answer of that problem without being told what to do, just me going at it with a simple mindset and slowly that mindset becoming more complicated and complex and being able to go at this problem in different ways and use different methods of understanding to get to the answer now um i can't remember how long it took me to solve the problem which i read out in this in this podcast but when i finally like i had i think it took me over five five goes before i actually got it correct so the way i did it i told a friend of mine to like go to this website google this question and find out the answer he found out the answer i'd like tell him every now and then the answers i was getting and he'd tell me if it was right or wrong and i got wrong 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 like countless of times and then eventually i got right and i was like hey it was probably like the happiest moment of that week it was just a huge smile on my face i was grinning everything it was it was a nice feeling and honestly like if you don't like problem solving start out small and just slowly expand and slowly but surely slowly but surely you will get to that feeling and it will it's just the best it's just the best but um you might be thinking that's great and all Aaron but like (laughs) this is a computer science podcast thing where's where's the involvement with computer science well relax I'm gonna get to that I'm gonna get to that so um yeah computer science and problem solving now in computer science there's problem solving now take what i say from here on out with a pinch of salt it has all been researched and got from online i'm not sure if these sources are 100 accurate so you know yeah take what i say with a pinch of salt but from the way i understand it and from the way i see it there are a few problems in computer science these problems being search problems optimization problems tractable and intractable problems P and NP problems. Now, there's probably tons more problems than these, but these are just the ones I picked up and the ones which I felt I wanted to talk about in the podcast today. So, let's start with search problems. A problem is a search problem if there's a, let's say, if there's an algorithmic way to verify the answer. Now, search problems occur most frequently, don't quote me on that, but I think they occur most frequently with graphs or structures, that sort of thing. Now, um, to put it simply, it's basically the identification of a solution that has a possible set of values and the answer it would give back to you is basically a string of some sort um, or it could be a string representation of other data type. So an example of a search problem would be something like finding the factors of a number. Now with that said let's move on to optimization problems. Now an optimization problem is a problem that requires you 
to find the best possible solution to a search problem. Now, let me put this into an example just to make it easier to understand. Let's say your search problem was solving a Rubik's Cube and it had uh, this scramble, which is this color on this side, that color on that side, those colors on that side, you know, it's scrambled up. Now, the optimization problem is finding the best possible solution i mean in this case i'm pretty sure it'd be the quickest but that's not necessarily true but it is finding the best possible solution or making the best possible algorithm to solve this scramble and that's pretty much it for like a completely base level for search problems and optimization problems now it's time to move on to tractable and intractable problems now, a problem is considered tractable if it can be solved in no more than the polynomial time. Now, you're probably thinking, what is polynomial time? Now, polynomial time is basically the time required for a computer to solve a problem. And the way I see it is that polynomial time algorithms are basically just said to be quote-unquote fast. Now, I saw this interesting analogy online between tractable and intractable problems, so I'm going to go ahead and read it out just to give you a bit more understanding. Now, the problem was called the traveling salesperson problem. So let's go. Imagine a map showing the locations of, say, four cities. There are connections between each city and the distances labeled, assuming that the cost and of travel between a city is calculated from the distance, what is the shortest and therefore cheapest route that would take a salesperson through each of the cities to back to where he slash she started? When there are four cities, the problem isn't that hard to work out, of course. What we do is we pick a place to start from, try every possible route, and store the total cost of each journey and compare them when all the routes have been found. Now, for a map with four cities, it's easy. Well, of course it is. You don't have that many cities. But when this cities becomes larger and when we start talking about real world real world sort of things where there are multi-cities, you know, there are tons of cities all over the world, there are many, 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 many cities, this is when the problem becomes intractable. It can't be solved in the polynomial time because it's not quote-unquote fast and lastly we're going to look at n p and p problems now a problem is said to be a p class problem if it can be solved in the polynomial time where it becomes an n p problem is where you can still verify that the given solution is correct for example you can still verify that the traveling salesman person visits every city, but you can't find the solution, in this case being, you can't solve the traveling salesperson's cheapest route within the polynomial time. And the challenge today 
is to try and find p-type solutions to np-type problems well i hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast i think it's my longest one yet so thank you if you have tuned in this far let me know what i can improve on by sending me an email i'll leave it in the description if you have once again listened up to this far i really do appreciate it and thank you so so much it really does mean a lot and it helps me go a long way so thank you so much i'll see you guys next time i'm aaron peace